Welcome to Inundated. This is a first episode podcast between two podcasters. Well, I have experience. My name is Karen Curtis. I have had several podcasts out there already for a couple of years, one of them full rigor that's on all platforms. It's a Florida true crime podcast and also one on UAPs, uh, you know, aliens. But this is more like men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And I am joined. This is kind of like a first date. It is. With Wendy, Wendy Grossman, and we just met because I just started working at iHeart, and I met you, and then you came up to me on the other side of the room, and I didn't recognize you. I think it was like a COVID face non-recognition thing, and I reintroduced myself to you. Right. <laughs> like, what's happening? But we clicked, and we hit it off, and we both... Helps when you turn the microphone okay. on. Okay. But we clicked and we hit it off and we both started talking because then we were were seated next to each other in an edit booth and we both started talking and somehow got on the topic of dating, post-divorce and things like this. And I was saying to you that the market for women 50 and older, I know that everybody's got a self-help book and a dating podcast and this and that, but for women 50 and older, it's really there's not a lot out there. And I have found myself to be newly become single. I wasn't expecting to get divorced, obviously. And I have been navigating my way now on the dating apps. And I am so surprised by what I see. <laughs> well, I think that's and, where it started. It. You, right. you had all of these horror stories, which I've been through. And okay, I'm old. I'm an old bitch, right? I'm, I'm older than you. Right. I'm 61. I've been engaged five times in my life, married twice, divorced twice. I've been engaged twice, married once, divorced once, obviously. And that was just within when? Uh, I got divorced on paper in 21. Oh. Um, but he left the house in August of 2020. So I count that as my divorce. That's when in my mind, I got divorced. The rest was just details on paperwork waiting to come in because there was a backlog in COVID. Okay. And she's just started floundering around in the dating pool. Yes. I've been in the my divorce was in 2006. Right. Okay. So I've been out there. And basically, I've experienced Everything from the catfishing to people that told me they were 57 and they were really 67, you know, and there's terms for all of this. And we're going to get into when you start dating. When I was dating as a young girl, it was more you dated your high school sweetheart and you met your other boyfriend in college or you met someone at a bar and you knew if there was a spark. But this new way to date is so foreign, and that's what you found because you were in the same boat. It's very foreign, and it's also uh, a little intimidating. I don't know that I like to put personal information about myself out there. I keep my profile very basic. I don't love putting pictures of myself out there. But then, but you, you put a picture that's accurate, right? Yes. Okay. But then you see other people's profiles and see all this stuff, and then you get more comfortable with it, and it becomes you know more of your norm. But the reason you and I decided to do this is because I was talking to you and saying how foreign it is. Any divorced person obviously wasn't expecting to get divorced. But to find myself in this dating pool and in the social media era, it almost I'll be 50 in September. Mm-hmm. It's it's just I it's I overwhelming up, it's over. I feel inundated by all the information coming in. And that's when I said to you, that's got to be the title of the podcast, because there is so much stuff coming in. And I don't even know like to make heads or tails of it. So I thought it'd be fun to have this podcast so we can help ourselves and help other people. And I said to you, I feel very strongly that it's not about bashing men in no, any way. No, no. I'm raising I skew, a, yeah. I skew male. Right. I'm like 51% male. I identify as a female, but I'm very, you know, I like sports. I'm kind of... Um, 
I don't want to say aggressive, but you know, I'm not. You're an alpha female. I'm an alpha female, right? I love sports. Yeah, I don't know. I and, and some men, you know, they're not into. The, I don't drink. I had a, like a major alcoholic blowout back in the early 2000s, so I've been sober. So that's hard dating because you, you go to bars with men. It's really difficult. You're not. You don't have that problem, but it, it's another thing that keeps you from being attracted to someone. Correct. You know? It's oh, another yeah. hurdle. Oh, and then, or you could sit across from somebody and they're telling you, I don't drink, I'm sober. And then is that, is that a red flag? Is it a green flag? Right. Which flag is it? I don't even know that. So what happens if you do have a drink? Are you going to spiral out of control? And you know, but you were about to say you have a 12 year old boy. I have a 12 year old boy and a seven year old boy. And I wanted to, one of the things that we spoke about uh, was that I didn't want this to become across as two angry older women that can't find love and hate men because that's not the case at all. I'm raising two of them. And I have no problem with men. I like men. I've always had good guy friends. I've always, you know, I don't know, geared myself toward that. I have a lot of, I've close, very close friends, girlfriends, well, but I've always had a good guy friend. You have a really good guy friend who is kind of like shedding some light is on right? how it really, what's the throwdown? What's really happening out there with men? And right. he's told you. And I we'll said share you that. have to be my hitch. Yeah. Remember the movie Hitch yes. with the dating coach? Because you need somebody on the other side to be on, you know, to kind of give you the uh, the playbook and the rules and how you proceed from there. And a lot of women have no idea. No idea. I, uh, uh, Me among them. I literally had no idea when I jumped on. I chose Bumble for the reason that the women message the men. Okay. So Bumble. I started I've never heard that. of that. It's called Bumble. and um, <laughs> Like Bumbling Oaf? I mean. Yeah. Like a, uh, like a bee. A bee. Oh. But the thing is, you put your profile up and you see the other guys' profiles. And if you click right on them and they click on you, you have to be the one to initiate the conversation. So I felt like so that gave me more control. Swiping and all that you stuff? You do swipe, oh, you but swipe. they can't message you. Oh. And I like to feel like I'm like in control. So ah. I, I thought that would be better, but I don't know if it's better or worse. But I do think for women, that was a, that's a good one to start with. At I've least. used Plenty of Fish, Match, uh, Facebook. There's dating there. I mean, it's just crazy. It, there's so much it's you're inundated you're basically. inundated yeah yeah i you know have dated in the past i dated a lot of people and one of them was f lee bailey right before oh, the oj really? simpson trial sure and he's i said uh he said you want to go to dinner and this was during the john f kennedy jr and the william kennedy smith trial in west palm beach when yes. i was on television he was one of our people that was analyzing the trial and he says well you know dinner's not illegal i said you're married you know and that's what I'm also finding, that I have people that come back into my life who are still married, but they want to date me on the side. Right. They want you. They want to keep the want, wife. Of course. But have me on the side. What? No. Right. They no. Want, and who doesn't want their cake to have it eat it to? Yeah. I mean, if they can get it, and a lot of them can, why not? No. It's, you have to draw a line. No. And then, I, I wouldn't do that, but I say I can understand that mentality. And I, you and I have spoken about this plenty of times. I don't think that may, that monogamy is that natural or normal nope. anyway. So as all much men as will cheat, even all, Frank Gifford cheated on Kathy Lee with us. He Remember was the set stewardess? up. He was set I up. know, but see, even he did it. And she said, I can either get bitter or get better. And I chose to get better. And I will tell you this. I think this is so interesting. Prior, before I got divorced, I would have said to you, if you came to me and said, my husband or boyfriend cheated on me, what should I do? Leave him. Leave him, leave him, leave him, get divorced. You can't be with him. Every time you're in bed with him, you're going to think about him being with another woman. Scan, discard, move on. Yep. And you know what? I've completely 
changed my mind about that 100%. I would say not to leave him, that it's not, you know, it is, is it nice? No, great. But are you going to blow up your family and have this nuclear bomb go off and you know, with your children and this and that because he cheated? I'm not even sure. We we need to get an expert on to talk about it. I don't think monogamy is natural. <laughs> I think you need to get a big piece of jewelry out of it, like Kobe Bryant's wife did. Right. Bless his soul. But, yeah, it's... uh, But I wouldn't have said that before I got divorced. I would have said to you that you should leave them and that people can be monogamous. I don't think every man cheats, but I do think that every man thinks about it. And they're, you know, visual creatures. They see a really pretty woman walk by. They're thinking about it. So, you know what I mean? But women think about it, too. Of course we do. Yeah, it it is difficult, but I think things are changing and have changed in terms of dating. Many couples don't want to get married. They don't want to have children. Are we looking for love? Are we looking for someone like men are looking for maybe a woman to do their laundry and feed them and take care of them in the later years? That's where I am. Right. You know, my mom said something to me funny the other day. She's single as well. My parents are divorced. And she said to me, well, at my age, they're either looking for a nurse or a purse. There you go. A nurse with a purse would be great. <laughs> Guilty birds. Oh, that's so. So your mom is single too. Yeah. Is she out there? No, uh, not anymore. But she did, you know, do it. And it was funny because I remember being a teenager, and a guy came to pick her up for a date. Now this was before any social media. This was before cell phones. So she didn't know what he looked like. And he came to the door, and I was looking at him through the window. And she was, "Oh, I'm not going. I, I'm not going to go on that." She's in her closet saying, "I'm not even going to get dressed. You have to go down and tell him to leave." Can you imagine? Um, oh. She'll be ready in a minute. She was upstairs in the closet crying. I had to like physically pull her up and be like, "You have to go. I can't kick this guy out of the house." Oh my god! So I, I remember I met an FBI agent. We're recording this podcast in South Florida, just to let you know. So that's our pond of fish, right? And uh, he was an FBI agent there in Miramar, you know, South Florida, and he wanted a submissive. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be dominant. And right. I'm like, uh, no, that's not going to work for me. You had a guy. What did he want to do? I think uh, I had a guy that I went out with only like twice. And he wanted to know if I he, – he said he liked me. He'd like for me to be his girlfriend. But he would like for us to share a girlfriend. Okay. And that he couldn't do anything other than that. And I was like, what? What? And then I said, well, thank God I have it on text so I can like read this and know I'm not going crazy. But I do. People have alternative lifestyles. I think there's I had no idea how much was going on outside of, you know, uh, in general with the dating websites and alternative lifestyles till I got here. But a lot a lot of people have a lot of different things they are into. Yeah. And there's terms for them. Yes. Okay, so, you know, picture this. You're currently single and cobwebbing. In the aftermath of your previous failed relationship. Now, I would say that means you've been single way too long. Yeah. And co- to me, when if you say the term cobweb, before I read the definition, I had no. I thought it was something completely different. I meant I thought it was something meaning you hadn't been touched in decades. That, by, that would be more like rustoleum, right? But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you've been cobwebbing, and you're looking for an attractive person with riz. I would think of like a Bill Clinton, someone with charisma. Yes. Okay. I want someone with Riz. I want someone that I learned from. Everybody I want someone does. that is entertaining and funny. You can't find men down here like that. No, you can't. Riz means you have confidence. Every I love that. Every man that has confidence is attractive. Even if they're not good looking, if they have a lot of confidence, they're attractive. Women are, I think we are attracted to confidence. I can even go, you know, past how they look if they're funny as hell. Funny, funny is quick. funny. 
trumps everything. Yes, I can deal with it. Yep. Uh, so, but this Riz person is starting to exhibit beige flags. So you turn your ongoing situationship for attention into a slow mode. Now, I know a red flag. I knew a, a, a green flag, but I don't really get what a beige flag is. Let's see. Uh, and and situationship is like what you're in because it's, it's hard to know. Romantic or sexual relationship in which both parties do not communicate clearly to define the status. And the other thing you noticed is that if the person is not communicating with you and you don't understand what your situationship is, he's not into you. No, not at all. And I think I told you the thing, one thing that I've learned as complicated as women make it, because I think we make dating a lot more complicated We're than it needs to be. We're overthinkers. We're overthinkers. And we like to talk about our situations with our female friends. So like you could meet for coffee and say, oh, tell me about this date and, you know, for two hours. But really what it boils down to, because I've seen a lot of memes and I've been doing a lot of research and I've been uh, watching a lot of the dating coaches. And basically everything they have to say boils down to common sense. But the one meme that really stuck out to me was if they like you, you will know. Because a man that likes you is going to pursue you no matter what. Shouldn't be mystery. Exactly. Right. If they like you, you will know. If you feel confused, then he he's just not that into you. It's like that Sex in the City. He's just not well, that into you. Well, there's a movie he's just not right. that into you. Based on the episode from Sex in the City. I think it's a good idea that you talk to your female friends about the person you're dating. Because when it's coming out of your mouth, sometimes we get, you know... A little bit blinded by the love right and when you're starting to tell your girlfriend about this guy and she goes what <laughs> what do you mean he wants you to be a submissive you know? right then then you go oh I guess that's a bit of a red flag right and the green flags are positive of course compatible traits that a person possesses red flags are negative obviously. but I only but those things are only red flags if they are inside of you like right. if if the person that I was talking about that wanted to have a girlfriend and then they share a girlfriend, if somebody else is hey. into that, then that's, you know, not a red flag. Correct. I it think could... your boundaries are what makes a flag red or not. What are your personal boundaries? And you have to figure out what you want. It's really hard, though, to figure out what you want. You probably should figure that out before you start dating. Right. But figure it's very difficult because. But be open minded. Right. So that's very difficult. So how do you do that at the same time? That's. <laughs> You know, it's hard to do that. And well, how do you know if you don't like something if you've never tried it? But I I know in my moral, I know in my, I don't know what, in my soul, I guess, or whatever, some things I know I'd be comfortable, some things I wouldn't. And I could not share a girlfriend with another guy because I would be insanely jealous and I would not be able to concentrate because I'd be thinking, oh, my God, he likes her more than me. Oh, my God, she's I think that's than natural. Me. Oh, my God, she's, she's prettier thinner. than me. Stop oh, it. my God, she's this. That's she's that. a lack she's of self-confidence, though. No, I would. it would make me nuts to know that, you know, that he was dating somebody else. It would make me nuts. But look how you've changed your mind on someone who's cheated on you. You wouldn't throw the baby out with the bathwater now. So maybe you could do it. It depends also how much of the cheating is a real relationship or just a physical are, yeah, thing. What, are you in love? Are you in love? Then, yeah, then you have to leave. So, by the way, the beige flag, a person displaying a beige flag is not necessarily good or bad. They're just dull, boring, and they lack effort in dating. Right. So I told you a little bit about the guy that he lied about being 57, and he's actually 67, which then popped out later on. And he had two daughters in high school. <laughs> when you say popped out later on. Oh, Lord. Nothing popped out later on. But we were at – so he's old, but he's got daughters in high school, and we we're at one of their events, and he introduces me to a coach, and somehow his real age comes out. 
that he's 67. He's some, you know, karate. You didn't think he looked older? No, he looked, no. But then when I knew it, I'm like, he's freaking lying to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's. If more... he's lying to you about his age, what more is he lying about? And who would ever lie about their age in the sense that they're going to be they... found out in, in, in two seconds? That's a, a really silly, stupid thing to lie about. It was horrible. But it turns out that he was behind in his child support, so he couldn't drive. They took his license away, so I had to drive him around. Another bra- beige flag. No, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. No, that's red. <laughs> well, it was dull and boring. That's, that's blaring red. That's yeah. a neon red flashing light. See, I've I stepped into it so badly. But yeah, because you get blinded when you're in the forest. You can't see the trees. Oh my gosh! All right. right? Yeah, true. So. We've gotten through cobwebbing, beige flags, situationship. There's something called soft launching uh, and breadcrumbing. So soft launching. Remember the movie Failure to Launch with yes. was it Matthew, Matthew McConaughey Mc- and Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. So soft launching is posting a discreet photo or video of your new partner on Instagram. And I think of Christina Hall, who used to be Christina could uh christy you probably don't watch hgtv and Tarek and christy no oh well anyway she did a soft launch with her latest boyfriend but i remember when courtney kardashian did it okay and she had a picture of her holding hands with travis barker and the 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 manicure in his tattooed hand and that was their soft launch there you go boom yeah Exactly. So you soft launch, you show the back of your head, maybe with a, you know, a sunset or sunrise. But you don't show their face. Right. Because you're not ready to admit to pu- in public that you're dating. So you just, I have a boyfriend and you have to guess who he is. So do you have to get the permission from the boyfriend to soft launch? I would think you would talk about he it, but I don't it. know. See, this is where, again, I I haven't gotten to that point and I'm not... A huge look at me, look at me on social media. It makes me crazy. I'm not a big poster personally. I don't, I really don't. So that's not something I would want to do. But I know a lot of my friends do that. You're not an influencer. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Wendy Grossman influencer. I love it. Breadcrumbing. When someone consistently checks in with a romantic prospect, dangles the possibility of a date and keeps them interested but never follows through with what they really want, a relationship. No, I don't think they want a relationship if they're breadcrumbing you, right? Exactly. No. <sighs> because that's going to get old. And at some point, you you know what? I think you give, you have a lot of patience in the beginning. Okay, he didn't ask me out this week, but he had his kids or he had a work yes. late or he had a this. And you make the excuses in your head. And next week's going to be different because, you know, his, wife, his ex-wife has the kids and he doesn't have this, that, and the other. And then it doesn't happen that week and da, da, da. At some point, I think you you just lose your patience with that. And if the person really liked you, they'd be pursuing you, not breadcrumbing. Well, it's like the uh, the the dentist who I've known for thirty years, and I've gone out. We watch uh, his daughter went to FSU, my daughter went to Alabama, so we always watch the national championship game together. Platonic, we've never you know gone any further than just platonic, and and. but he, you know, texts me, how are you doing? And there's breadcrumbing going on. But he also slept with Stormy Daniels when she was down here stripping and did the Stormy Daniels tour. Yeah. Remember that? Of course. So um, it's just very confusing as to why he continues. I guess we're just friends, but I remember when Harry met Sally, you right. can't just be friends. You pretty can't much want to do them. I think that's true. I don't think it's very easy to be friends with a guy. Um, I only have one friend. That's a guy that it's never been physical with who I told you because I've always had close guy friends, 
But uh, usually I think it turns into something. One person on one side always right. wants more. Or you're out, you're drinking, and then one thing leads to another. Or you're, you're, you both find yourselves broken up or single at the same time, and you figure, hey, why not? This person's already like my best friend. It'll be great. Right. I had the wrong vibes with him, though, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and just never, never pursued it. But anyway... And anyone who sleeps with Stormy Daniels, I would never be downstream of that. Right. Right. <laughs> Catfishing. Now, this is bad. And someone told me that their friend's mother, who's 68, was on. And I think since COVID, we're doing a lot of this from home. We're not in bars meeting people. Right. We're meeting people online. And this older woman is on Facebook, and and she meets someone, and they catfish her. And she ends up giving them, like... in some bank account or something in Africa. Did you see the Tinder swindler on Netflix? Okay, well, when I saw that, the one thing I couldn't understand was the women did not look like desperate has no. had never had There's a complicated they were very pretty I they got were successful fished. like right so how does somebody that's intelligent like you you've written a book you have a successful podcast you do have done broadcasting you're in the news like you obviously know what's going on how did how does how do you get there to the point where you don't the, the red flags not glaring your guts not telling you the wrong thing it was so funny. usually your gut will say to you like something's really off with this I had never experienced it before and so the f- picture that he used was really great and he showed his mom well you know it's not his real mom and none of it's real and just saying the right things and attention and all that and we fall for that love is a real thing and it's very very powerful have you seen the movie good on paper no the same thing happened to a, a very intelligent girl who's a successful comedian today but i so it does happen it, and it happens. happens to people who are not like desperate i always had this feeling that it only happened to people that were desperate for no. attention but it doesn't that's why we're warning you because he when he started bringing up his mom's bitcoins account mm-hmm. wasn't working could i help i was like you son of a bitch right i couldn't believe it how long do you talk to somebody though before meeting them for me i would if i started feeling a connection with somebody and i saw a picture we never met he called me once though and he's supposed to be british and he's using this really weird voice right <laughs> so you never met going? so no. that's a red flag no. though yes to we be never dating met. somebody you don't meet is a glaring neon no no yeah but it's it, it's it's real and there's something called kitten fishing <laughs> You've heard of uh, its little sister, kitten fishing to cat fishing, and uh, what is soft? So, kitten fishing is. Um, hold on, it's basically the same thing, but on a smaller scale. Okay. And then there's woke fishing, <laughs> which is when somebody actually deliberately makes themselves seem more progressive than they are. So you're sitting here saying, "Oh, I think it's you know all these public po- policies." that you think are going to make you sound good. Like a lot of people, I bet, that voted for Trump were in groups of friends where they felt like they could not say that because it wasn't, you know, acceptable or the thing to do. So you pretend like you're not a Trump supporter around your friends because you don't want them to think you are, you know, some type of person. That's what all Trump people did with pollsters, too. Oh, well, my neighbor's going to vote for Trump, but, you you know, you just don't want to admit it. Kitten fishing, the baby version of catfishing, coined by the dating hat, App Hinge, an act of misrepresenting yourself online and telling white lies in order to appear more desirable on dating apps. So I guess my karate guy that said he was 57, is that kitten fishing? No. Mm, uh, well, that's bigger than a white lie. I think kitten fishing is saying like you... You're six feet when you're really 5'11". Yeah, that's not so bad. Right. Using, saying you're six feet when you're 5'11". Using photos from two years ago instead of more recent pics, although you 
your appearance has changed. Two years, though? It's not that bad. Oh, I don't know. Uh, so that's what that is. And then love bombing is another term. And it's largely misconstrued as it's become more common, but love bombing describes a manipulation tactic where the abuser or manipulator will shower their partner with over-the-top displays of affection, admiration, and attention. That's what I got in the catfishing thing. I was love bombed. Right. Because that's yeah. it's, it's a to control To sweep me tactic. off my feet. Right. But it's really a control tactic. But for me, I would think if somebody is like this... I would think, why are you so desperate? What yeah. is going on what is with, with you? This love I don't bombing. like that. I think it scares people. It that would scare does. me. Being love bomb would scare me. A freckler, someone who dips into your life when the weather's nice, then vanishes vamoose when the chill sets. And basically, freckling describes summer flings. Okay. Because you get freckles in the summer. Okay. And benching is when, like in basketball, when you're benched, keeping someone on the sidelines as an option because you're not ready to commit and don't feel strongly enough about that person. But everybody likes an option because what if the person they like, it blows up or they don't, you know, they're rejected. Then they've got this other person they can keep on the side that they know likes them and they can feel safe with. And you know what I mean? That actually, I think a lot of people do that. Oh, wait, benching seems similar to roaching, which is another one. What's roaching? Roaching is what my ex-husband is doing. My... the. <laughs> he's he's um so he's dating a girl and my daughter who's home from uh from Atlanta during Easter comes home and the, there's this girl in his room. He, she's never run into him having this type of a situation where there's a girl in the house, right? Okay. And then he's talking to someone on the phone like um vis- what's FaceTime and she's who's that? And he says, "Well, I'm I'm dating several women." Everybody's dating several women, I That's think. That's what's roaching is. It's it's a term coined by Ask Men is the gross dating trend of a new partner hiding the fact that they're still sleeping around and dating other people. And that's uh, that makes and me you don't know crazy. it. Yeah, you don't know it. You don't. So your friend, your male friend, told you about this. Yeah, well, no, just that it, it not. I don't know. Told me so much is that when we it didn't work out uh, in the dating way, but then we became friends because he's super funny and I like to be around people that are funny and I was like well this will be a great resource for me he's been online dating for a long time I don't know what's going on and talking to a million women when we were talking in the beginning I thought it was just me I was like oh this is great you know what I mean so you don't know when you meet somebody online and they're even if they're texting you a lot and calling you and facetiming you and in touch every day all day and all this kind of stuff and you're thinking in your head well they can't be talking to other people if they're texting with me like this guess what they They are. are Yeah. So you got to have your eyes open because I did not know that. And I, I'm not saying I don't get bamboozled. I, I just, I was very surprised that I didn't realize that there's this whole, you know what I mean? Like you're dating some guy or you think you're dating some guy or some guy's interested in you and they're literally talking to you probably on the phone while swiping through their right. dating apps to see different girls. Well, after being catfished and knowing this, I don't trust anybody and I'm basically done. So I'm not dating. Ever. No. Again? I'm done. So then what are you going to... No, I don't need to date. Right. I'm, you don't need to. I'm happy. I'm right. happy. I it makes your life a lot less complicated. And yes. you certainly don't need So I'm not. Man. I'm not going to be supplying advice, you know, because I'm out there and maybe I'll get on an app. Maybe you'll talk me into it. And uh-huh. then, you know, I'll, I'll do a, you know, a, a soft trial. line of trial. <laughs> but I just have had such bad luck. Have you had any relationships since your divorce? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
But you know what? It's 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 also I think a lot more women than there are men. Yes. And in general, and they don't want p- women my age. Right. Well, I'm, I'm hitting fifty. That's like kind of where the cut ground. I get that. You look good, though. <laughs> Thank you. But I do think that but people you... look at ages and they say fifty and up. Nope, not interested. Then lie about it. Just kidding. Right. You have, but you have the one son who's twelve. Tell us what he said that makes you think that he is going to fit right in with all the the men that are out there about the he was watching sports and the the fans. Oh, my gosh. He says to me, Mommy, Mommy, we were watching. What was it? Some finals of something. He's 12. Right. And he has a belly. Oh, yeah. He's like (laughs) the whole thing. And he says, um, you know, girls, uh, college girls are hot, Mom, but college girls that like sports, they're even hotter. (laughs) And I was like, and, and I said to myself, and another one bites the dust. Here yeah. we go. So we can raise them to be gentlemen and to, you know, of course I do that. And I want my children to be respectful and just like any other mother. But I always said in my head, like, they're biologically men. They're going to be the same way all these other guys are. And I find it funny dating now, like after divorce, where most of the people that you date have children and a lot of them have all girls and they're still acting like dogs, you know? So yeah. it's easy, I guess, for them or anybody now to compartmentalize. I find that now I have learned how to compartmentalize my life a lot more because I have um, 50% custody. So I'm on a 225 schedule, meaning I have my children like, you know, two days, then he has them two days, and then every other weekend we do five days. So when I have my five-day stretch where I'm trying to get all my dates in because I don't want to – I don't date when I have my children, and I don't want to hire babies. You know, I, I have no interest in that anyway. But when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. But when I'm not with them, I that's when I use for my dating time, and I find it very difficult. It's like you go from being this PTA mom – to opening up your phone with you've got a, a dick pic there and you're yeah. like what you know wait it's you please, go from please mode don't, to mode. yeah please don't send us a dick pic we don't like it well Do my, we? my thoughts changed on that too no yeah they did and it it the it, it face value when you hear dick pic you're like ew who wants to see that nobody wants to see that it's not pretty it's not whatever but if you're into somebody and you're with them and whatever in the nights that you're not with them or you whatever you wake up to a picture like that and it says i miss you or something like that i can see why you would be into it i think it's kind of like a turn on something intimate between the two of you when you physically don't see the person wow you changed you went 180 on that. Yeah. You did. I d- no, I, th- I when you say it, like, addic- it just sounds gross and, like, I say, nobody wants to see that. But If, if you it's someone like you don't really the, know. Right. I'm talking about somebody you are with. Yeah. That you are intimate with, that you know very well. I still wouldn't want it. <laughs> right. But it sounds like something you wouldn't want. But when you're into the person, I think it's kind of like, a, it. I don't know, it feels intimate. It's kind of like a turn on. It's a little sexy. Oh, this is good. You're, you're, see? You're opening up. You're being open-minded. I'm trying to go. Listen, I'm going to turn 50. I'm trying to go through that. I really do. I'm trying to be more open-minded, more vulnerable to to things that I wouldn't normally be like. Well, then maybe you will have. Saying how I feel and 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 communicating it. And I'm trying. It's a work in progress. I'm not there yet, but I am. I find it. uh, Well, maybe you will do the threesome. (laughs) No. 
Okay, no. that I that I'm not going to do. Now, don't get stuck on groundhogging. That is dating the same type of person over and over but again. But how do you not do that? Unless you work on yourself, it's you're so going to pick the same people. I'm a daddy's girl, and I right. got those kinds of issues, and that's the whole. But I like I'm, people that push me away, so that works. That's what I'm saying. But the thing is, that's until you work on your own issue, you're going to continue picking you are. the same people, and you're going to continue attracting the same people. Yeah. Bad boys, and you know, life of the party. <sighs> yeah. Right. Uh, haunting is an act of keeping tabs on your ex via social media. You know, yeah, that's just kind of yucky. That's just stalking. Everybody does that, I think. <laughs> Everybody stalks people. It's hard when not to. How can you know your ex is out there, especially if they're with somebody else and not stalk them? Yeah. And cuffing sounds kinky. Do you know what the difference between erotic and kinky is? No. Erotic is with a feather. Kinky is, is with, with a whip. The- is with the whole chicken. <laughs> See, clearly I don't. Yeah. So cuffing. No, I'm not into any of that stuff. It comes from handcuffed. It's an act of getting tied down to one partner, usually during the colder months. What are they talking about? We're in Florida. None of this freckling and cuffing fits. But cuffing makes sense in the Northeast. I get it. It's yeah. so cold. You don't want to yeah. go out to bars and you want to have somebody that you A can snuggle, snuggle with. Right. That makes sense. How about cyber flashing? Unwanted sexual images. See, that's what I'm saying. The cyber flashing. I don't want the cyber flashing. No, you don't. Do you remember what happened on that flight? I think it landed in Miami from the Bahamas, and a guy was sending his girlfriend a dick pic, and it airdropped to everybody on the flight that was oh, accepting airdrops. my God. That really did happen. Oh my we God. covered it as a news story. <laughs> yeah, both Wendy and I are news people, by yes. the way. <laughs> so, Cookie jarring when a person seeks a relationship with someone else as a backup plan. Isn't that benching, and isn't that bread like it. It's, it's sort yeah, of, they somebody's... all seem so similar. I don't know the difference. Yeah, so, and orbiting. What's that? When someone has cut off communication with a person or they have made it clear that they're not interested in pursuing a relationship, yet they continue to interact with that person person on social media, usually through views and likes. That's what the dentist is doing, the Stormy Daniels guy. Mm-hmm. He's orbiting me. So he'll comment on your social media, but yes. he won't text you. Well, when, is that, remember or do when, you guys text? Uh, I think orbiting is specific that they only communicate oh, with you through social me media. Yeah. So that's maybe he wants to be your um, like friend with benefit. Oh, I don't know. And is that possible? Can that no, work? No, no, I don't think so. not for me. Pocketing, known as stashing, describes a situation where your partner fails to introduce you to their friends, family, <laughs> and right. other important people in their life. Hello. Yeah, that's, that's red flag number one too. Is, if yeah. if you don't want, yeah, why? Because they're embarrassed of you. I yeah. Why are you not introducing me to people? Yeah. And when you introduce somebody that you're dating, if they don't say, they say, this is my friend or this is so-and-so without a title. I think a lot of girls, I know a lot of my girlfriends, they do look at that when they're, they're dating a guy and they meet their friends or fam- whatever for the first time. They look, do they say girlfriend? That's important to women. Yeah. It is. You know, I, I look at the Meghan Markle-Harry relationship. What is that? We need to come up with a term where someone just completely cuts you off from your own family. You know what I mean? Yes. And keeps you to Absolutely. themselves. That is a genius. I think I would love to talk about that because I know a lot of people who have done that. They go with the person and they lose us with the family. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, what is that? And zombieing is exactly as it sounds when somebody who ghosted you suddenly decides to come back into your life as if nothing happened. But they all come back, right? They all come back. Why? What's that phenomenon that they all come back? Explain that. It's true. They all come back. Because they know we'll be there? 
is it, it I was thinking that on my end when we talked about this zombieing is it because they know that I'm the idiot that's going to be like hey how you doing because I'd probably answer a text if I liked the person after saying but I don't know it's hard not to <sighs> if you're if you like them I just find it's very hard to find somebody that you really do like or connect with or that you know is has some of the qualities that you're looking for because you're probably not going to find them all but it listen my list is pretty simple like I want to laugh I want to have a good time I'm no interest in getting remarried I I will not do that and I want to be with you when I have my free time away from my kids and I want to be a mom when I, I I think what I'm looking for is probably impossible anyway you sound like Kylie Jenner now with Timothy Chalamet because she's doesn't you know she had that weird relationship yeah. with the Stormy Webster, Travis, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. Yeah. yeah, his name's something Webster, and uh, now she's uh, like, his real last name, his biological last name is Webster. Yeah. So the baby's Stormy Webster. No, and um, so she doesn't want to have an immediate relationship, and I can see that. But they they've kind of reimagined the nuclear family to be well, the father can come and go as he wants or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they just keep having kids with the guy and there's no relationship there. I I can't understand that. I know. And what are they telling young girls about this? You know, they're the most influential, influential people family. on Instagram. I, I and they're doing this where, where there's no relationship. It's just kind of on and off. Right. Not stable. I don't know scares me so if you like this podcast we will do more are we gonna go weekly yeah we, okay weekly this will be fun it's fun yeah so. I, I like to do something like you said we're both in news we're both you know that's pretty straight laced there's not a lot of room to to talk so i just thought this would be fun and i said if i'm feeling this way oh you're not alone there, i'm not alone and if i'm like we said inundated by all this information and the new technology there's got to be older women that are out there dating that are finding this it's difficult and then like we said men can skew down a man dating a woman 20 years younger no big deal right so they can just keep getting younger and then the people you know yeah it's different for women it is different for women very and then i thought maybe i'm gay so i don't know maybe you know all these years and i have I've... i have a guy i can introduce <laughs> What do you mean? The one that wants to share a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> well, on that, we're going to wrap up this episode of Inundated because we are just completely overwhelmed. I hope some of these, uh, I don't know, terms and definitions have helped you. I hope that we've helped you in some way. Don't, don't ever give anyone your bank account information if you're on Facebook. And even if they make you feel fantastic, don't do it. But until next time, you know, try out some dating apps um, yeah. and stick your toe in the water if you're a little afraid. And I promise I will, too. No, okay. I think what your your homework assignment is oh. we're going to give each other homework assignments uh, on each one. So um, yours is to get onto a dating app, whether it is women or men. I can see in your eyes. So I think you've got a little curiosity. You're not. No, like for women, you've said you've mentioned it a few <laughs> I times. Have, I, so I, I think know. so maybe you should do that. Doing all women, I don't know what the site is, but we'll find it. It'll take one Google click. Do that. See if you like that, and and that will that will dip your toe in the water. You don't have to do anything, but at least meet somebody for a date that's a female and see if if that you're would into be it. interesting, right? Like I a don't cup know. of coffee or a glass of wine. I don't drink. See, oh, a that's... cup of coffee, <laughs> but that's not a red. If somebody asked me to meet them for a cup of coffee and we didn't have alcohol for on first date, I think that's completely appropriate. I feel like you and I could talk about this for hours. I know, <laughs> so crazy.
<laughs> All right. I will do my homework, and we'll be back same time next week. We'll drop another podcast on a Friday, so you uh, get ready to go out for your weekend dating. You'll be all up to speed on what you should and shouldn't do. <laughs> don't listen to us. <laughs> we have no idea. Money. That's all we don't can don't say. Give anybody money. But thanks for joining us. Thanks. 